Yo, what is going on? My name is Kaleem, it's a Thursday, another fine week of one half, guys. So, let's see what's in store for us on the show today. We're just gonna have fun, right? Eh? One of the discussions we wanna have is, um, from God. <laughs> the pandemic, guys. You see the experiences that we've had, and just share generally my views on that to say, why is it that it's so hard? for us to maintain and get decent relationships. We're also going to be speaking about vaccines and conspiracy theories about those. Why does it seem that something is not adding up? Regarding the, the mask mandate, regarding the vaccines, just the whole thinking behind this thing, because if they say it's science, it's, it's, it's void of facts, isn't it? I want to speak about generally the, the condition of our black folk in leadership. And in sports in particular, why are things the way they are? Why are we excelling everywhere else as black people when it comes to sports except in our country? What has corrupted us so bad that we are where we are? It doesn't make sense, does it? And we're going to end the show, <coughs> we're end the show speaking about love potions. <laughs> love potions, guys. Do they actually work? I'm going to share my experience, what I've heard, and uh, it's going to be a great show, so thank you so much for tuning in, this is the Massive Event Podcast, we are made different, and that's okay, so thank you for choosing us, it's going to be a great show, come, let's have fun. So what a great week it's been, oh yeah, what a great week it's been. Imagine this. So this week, the president had a family meeting. And then in the meeting, he came to speak to us about the new mask mandate. Okay, guys, you are now allowed to wear, uh, to take off your masks outside. of um, outside. You are permitted uh, to have 50% capacity at all venues. And... There's still limitations of uh, funerals. Apparently, after tears, are still banned. And I asked myself, why is this dude so out of touch? Where was he? Because the things that he's saying, he doesn't match up with what we're currently experiencing. I mean, who's been wearing a mask outside, if we're being honest? I, 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 I sure, I sure, as anything, haven't been wearing a mask outside. Why is it now being relevant? Is he just trying to, to, to look busy or to look effective? Because it doesn't make sense. Why would he be wearing masks outside to begin with? Why is it that Ramaphosa seems to always be a few days backwards? He honestly seems like he's an absent father. Because the things that he speaks about are things that he will really address in the past. His instructions follow the culture. They don't lead them. He's always late, guys. And it, 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 it baffles me as to how is it that the man who's in charge of intelligence, I mean, he's brought the intelligence into his office, but he seems to not understand what's currently happening on the ground. He's extremely out of touch with what is happening as a reality. When you say to us, Hore, guys, you, may, you are now allowed to wear masks outside. Everyone went, how? Oh, guys, you were not allowed. 
that's, that's, that's how it happened. And why is it that he's always leaking behind in terms of the, the trend of the entire world? Let's put vaccines aside. There's been protests in America concerning the wearing of masks, vaccine mandates. People are fighting for what they believe are their rights. The right to self. If I believe that your, your vaccine isn't going to be effective, much more that there is legal documents that have been signed to say that should there be any side effects, I can't sue. How is that even fair? So people are, 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 are guarding against that, saying, look, we do not want to take the vaccine. People are pushing the narrative that natural immunity is, is sufficient to carry them. And which is perfectly fine. But in this country, I don't know whether we, 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 we comply or we just don't care. Because we're living in a totally different um, frequency than the rest of the world. He, he practically is holding us ransom because it seems like he's waiting for other people to give him the go-ahead. And I'm not even thinking about the World Health, World Health Organization. I'm thinking about he, he, he seems to get orders from somewhere. Because he doesn't act on anything. He's not a decisive person. One would wonder how did he become so rich if he's as, yo, as passive as he is. I mean, a, a, a president who keeps on saying we're going to have uh, an investigation, he's going to have a committee of sorts, there is always something that he's going to do before he actually makes a decision. And even at that, he doesn't make the decision. He dilly-dallies. Today he wants to tell us about easing of regulations. Does he? Let's, 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 let's follow the, the, the logic, if there is one about wearing of masks. So this is me leaving my place. I'm not wearing a mask. I walk to the taxis. I get into the taxi. I'm not wearing a mask. Most likely the driver is wearing a mask. I could even go as far as if there's 15 people in the taxi, only five might be wearing a mask. And then we go out to uh, a restaurant. And when we get there, we alight from the taxi. And then what happens afterwards is we get into the taxi after getting into... Oh, sorry, get into the restaurant. Now, to, for you to get into a restaurant, you need to be wearing a mask. They're not going to grant you access. They're not going to give you entry if you're not wearing a mask. Follow me, no? And then when you wear into the mask, as soon as you enter the restaurant, you take off the mask. They take your order, you eat, you settle your bill, you go out. What is the purpose of the mask there? They say you need to have your mask on you to show that when you're going in, um, you're going to. What, what are you complying to? How, how is that even possible? How is that even making sense? That I have to have the mask going into an area, but coming out of it, it, it is. It, ah, guys, come on. It, it doesn't even add up. It is as stupid a rule as the social distancing nonsense that they put us on. Remember in this country, they came up and says, yeah, you need to keep a distance of 2 meters. It was reduced to 1.5 meters. It became a meter now. Who cares? Because the taxi industry said to them, it doesn't make sense what you're saying. And then as a result, we are going to load full capacity. 
Right there and then, you were supposed to have said, yo, this thing most is a fallacy. Where is the sense in what they're telling us? What is it that they're actually trying to convince us of? If the same social distancing is effective, why in the world would I take it seriously? If ever there are certain organizations that are saying we are not going to comply. And trust and believe they did not comply, as has been the status quo. So they challenged them, and they, they called the government on his bluff. And true to their character, they did nothing about it. So it seems the mandates are partial. The government doesn't have as much power as we think it does, eh? It doesn't at all. Because it, 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 it likes bringing on these many um, laws that they want to govern us by. But they are extremely terrible when it comes to actually getting done. Implementation isn't their strength. To them, implementation is something that they would like to be good at doing. But they honestly just don't care about getting things done. They claim that they want to see certain things happening. That is why they want to sit the whole day and have discussions. But they don't want to do anything. This fancy talk. Sharon wants to be there and speak his fancy English. Julius wants to be there and uh, call himself a revolutionary. And then you have all the other political leaders, your Jordan's and Hazens and all this. But they don't care to do anything. The action is lacking. How did we how did he get here? So Cyril, please take us seriously. You can't come with these laws that are imbalanced and nonsensical. Scrap this whole thing. By now we should have taken lessons that COVID isn't what we thought it's going to be. It is not as uh, deadly as they presented us to be. There was this advert on ETV I was watching where they have all these pro-vaccine doctors who sat there. And one of them was like, we've already lost millions of people in the country. The men lied on national television. Even the reported cases by the Department of Health haven't reached a million for our country. Barely half a million at that. But because they wanted to push the narrative that this disease is much deadlier than it is, we all fell for it. We looked... We watched that, um, that advert and it wasn't pulled off for stating misleading facts. Why, why is it that they want us so scared? They want us so scared to the point that we are inactive. So we just comply with instruction. It all, all honestly feels like the government is in way over its head. Way, 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 way over its head. And it's been the, 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 the standard for a very long time. It, it, it sucks. Personally, I'm disappointed, right? Now, one of those people who believe in the new dawn, that Cyril is going to get here. I mean, he's a billionaire. He knows how to make money. He's going to make money for us. The economy is going to be brilliant. We're going to be, you're going to be the country we deserve to be. He's going to lead us into, into a new dawn, as he calls it. To me, nah. What a letdown you've been, sir. 
what an absolute letdown you've been. You wanted us to send you. But what have you returned to? Since you've sent you, you're waiting for the results. We found nothing. Are you deserving of the role that you've, you've been given, the opportunity that you've been given? I say, I say no. We need an alternative. Because you are not the solution you presented yourself as. You aren't the, save, the savior this country needs. You are an observer, much less a president. And they say, respect the man and respect the office. I don't disrespect you in saying this thing because these are facts based on what you have failed to do for us. There are no changes that you've brought into our lives. Actually, things have gone from bad to worse. Under your leadership, we have seen this world degrading itself. It's, it's, it's dilapidated. It, it doesn't, it just is not working. We are moving away from being a functional society under your leadership, sir. And I, I do not even understand as if you, you are intentionally casting a blind eye or you just don't care about us. But such as all politicians, we know that your offspring is well taken care of. Those in your inner circle are well taken care of. Those that are important to you are well taken care of. But there's no one who's taking care of us. We are literally fending for ourselves. And you're coming here with this senseless, senseless mandate. What is the purpose of the mask? I've seen you on, on interviews. I, I do not understand how you can have a discussion with a person. And you know when it happens, there is an exchange. Sometimes you're speaking and something flies out. It lands wherever it needs to land. And we've watched you guys with the leaders taking photos time and time again. No social distancing, no masks, nothing. But you want us to go blind. It has failed. It is simply not what you have promised it to be. And we are observing the things that you're doing. And we are tired of it, quite frankly. The rhetoric that you've given us is just not working. I mean, we cannot speak about you lighthearted because it's such a heavy failure. Yo, it's tiresome. I, I, I don't understand. We are on like day 780 of, of 21. We're still in lockdown. Why? Guys, make me understand. I am, I am. I might get into trouble for saying this thing, but it's a, it's a genuine concern. Who is he? Our oh, well, guys. No, enough is enough, eh? I enough is enough. You know, you know when you get to start about the current affairs of of this country. Even if your intentions are to have a joke and have a light discussion about them. It never gets there. Because when you start speaking about something, it always leads to something else. 
And you start realizing just in how much trouble we are. And you ask yourself, the people who have been given the influence and the resources to get things done, why are they moving so slowly? Why? Why are we where we are? You ask yourself, are these the best that we, we, we have as a country? Is, is the bar so low in this country? This segues into my next discussion on sports and leadership. Culture systems. When you're watching the, um, the sports shows from across the, the world, look at what the black people are doing. I mean, look at the recent World Cup winners, France. They were practically an African team. But what is it that we are unable to achieve as Africans? Who are native to Africa. Why are we not dominating in sports? It is no, no secret of what our brilliance is. But why is it that it's so few of us who get given those opportunities? Look at cricket. I mean, we lost to Bangladesh. Could you believe that? We lost to Bangladesh. How, 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 do we even, how do we even get here? Bangladesh. We, when we enter competitions, we've always been seen as the favorites. Or one of the most threatening. But now we're losing to countries like Bangladesh. Bangladesh is on, is, is on level of Zimbabwe. Those are associate uh, countries. But we are currently under leadership of an alleged ra uh, racist in the coach. But we are dilly-dallying. And I don't understand because that's a very simple concept. Either you are or you're not. And when it comes to racism, there is never, there's never smoke without fire. Because when you listen to the stories, it actually starts making sense to you. Have you seen those team hurdles that they used to have back in the days? And if you look there, there's so much detachment. I mean, I could feel for Makayantini. I would love for that man to tell his story. Of how he was sidelined. Makayantini was brilliant. He was the best. But he was sidelined and wasn't given the fair opportunity that he deserves. He wasn't taken seriously. And we see this happening from time to time to time. And we look and, and, and we are surprised, but they have the very same selectors that they have years back, the same selectors that people are still active today. If people have been failing to choose winners for all these years, why are they still be giving the, the platforms? Somebody please make this, make this logical, make this make sense to me. Make me understand. There's people who have never, ever given us the results that we want, but they are still somehow within the framework. Why? Why is it okay? It, it is so weird, isn't it? 
And there's nothing wrong or there's nothing worse than having to prove a racist right. You know those racist in sports? These Afrikaner anti-quota racists who will always look for an opportunity to bash any black player. And by black, I mean African. I don't understand this nonsense of people of color. I'm not a person of color. I'm black. I'm African. They will always look for an opportunity to say, Bavuma this, Bavuma that. Saying that he's undeserving. Making it seem as though the, the, the captains we've had before were all deserving because they've won us so many accolades, haven't they? When there's, a, there's, a, there's an African player involved, they're going to blame everything except for the leadership and the coach. It's going to be the player's fault. But during the years of Graham Smith, when he was failing, the narrative behind then was blaming the leadership. No, the CSA board is in trouble. Um, there's too many influences coming from the outside. There's, there's an accommodation of the things that are happening on the outside. When it's everyone except for who it is supposed to be. It sucks, doesn't it? Do you realize how, how being a black person is offensive? It is genuinely offensive to certain people. And, yo, guys, it sucks. It, it defeats, it defeats me sometimes. To say, why am I in Africa and I'm still undermined? Why am I in Africa and I'm still undervalued? But I'm in my continent, my continent of birth. But I'm still undermined by descendants of the others. Is it because that we choose weak leaders, people who want to be in the middle? We choose weak leaders, people who who claim to be something while being something else. People who aren't standing for the truth. Surely there is better. There is better than what we're currently having. And we just need to go out and find it, don't we? What, what is it that, that keeps us where we are? What is it that black leadership seems to be sabotaged? Our failures are consistent. And instead of calling each other out on it, we close ranks. Where's accountability? Make no mistake, it's, it's not only the public sector. Even the private is the same. The difference there is those who close ranks are of the paler skin complexion. You don't hear about it, but you're going to meet a lot of individuals who you, you generally start asking yourself, who interviewed you? Who gave you this job? Because people are so inept. They do not know what they are doing, but they're in roles of seniority. 
And oh, they're making money, make no mistake. They're well paid, they're well paid. Undeservedly so, but they're well paid. That's where we are, isn't it? It's concerning. It's concerning because that's who we are. So yeah, guys. I <laughs> next episode I'm gonna be having somebody joining me because it seems when I intend to have a light conversation, it always it always goes deep. It always goes into frustration, and I just want to have fun. This is a comedy show after all. <laughs> the jokes. <laughs> the biggest joke is the people I'm speaking about. It, it, it sucks. So why did I start this podcast? Although there's things that I've already touched in previous episodes. Remember the purpose of me starting this podcast is because I believe that we need to challenge the status quo. Hence we say we are made differently. And that is very necessary and that is okay. Because we have to be the ones which are different from what's currently available on the market. We have been made to believe that it's wrong for us to be different and we need to comply. Why must we comply? Even when you see that the system that is currently being used as failures has failed us, they want us to still comply. Why? There are certain things that they want to convince us of. They want to say we're not good enough for certain things, but we see other people be given the same opportunity. So it's an it's it's it's, it's the very same thing of we are equal, but others are more equal than what we are. I have experienced it. I've seen it. And I, I say I'm speaking nothing ill of uh, those who are blessed enough to have parents that can afford to give them a better education in terms of a, a basic education from primary to high school. Look at your media space. The vast majority of these people went to the same schools. They went all to the, 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 the fancy schools, the Model Cs. And they are picking from that same lot. A village boy who went to a village school in the public school, they have no faith in them. He goes, there is no space for outliers in the industry. Of any industry, you have to comply. I've said this before to say, if, if Elon Musk was still living in the country and he was black, would he have been recognized? And the sad reality is no. Elon Musk is as successful as he is because he is not South African. Or he's not in South Africa, I should say. Because we are not structured to identify the outliers. So the mass event is about the masses who are not spoken for, who are not represented on these platforms. And there's not a lot of us who just want to embrace a party lifestyle, and, and, and think that is, that is all there is to life. There are generally those of us who want to see change. You want to have fun, but you don't want to have fun at the expense of the, of the country's development. It is not our number one priority. It is essential to let loose, and oh, trust me, I let loose. But there are priorities that we need to set in order. And it flipping sucks how they continue to decide who gets the opportunity. Because, because what they used to choose 
simply doesn't add up. We are misrepresented. And we have been for a very long time. Explains, doesn't it? So I'm offended. I take great offense in, in quite a lot of things as to how they ended up being where they are. But the Mass Event Podcast, it's a home. And it'll grow into being a family. It'll grow into being a movement that is going to spark change. Because this is a, a, a different breed of people. The people who are not afraid to stand up for themselves, even if they see no one else is going to be standing up for them. Because the, the masses are not represented. That is why our leadership is so out of touch. People always say, X and X is the best to do it. I'm saying, no, X and X is the best that you are exposed to. Because I know the pride of my village. I know the talent that is there. But because of the leadership that we've always had and we are currently having, it is unable to infiltrate other markets. They want to keep us where we are. There's a necessity that they want to keep us poor. They want to keep us distracted. And that is why they are funding things that are not directing us into the direction we're supposed to be going. I mean, we're having these stupid discussions now. Now, now. now people can't even answer what a woman is. It's ridiculous. Oh, and dare I say, and dare I say, that gender refers to what you were born with between your legs. Next thing they're going to be sending people out to cancel this movement while it's still in its embryo stage. Because we're being distracted from the important things. We need to fall in line. That's what they would have us believe. You're either a part of them or you are not a part of anything at all. We will continue to become disenfranchised. That's what they want us to be. And it will be sidelined, guys, because they have defined somebody who is meant for success in a certain type of way. I'm not making these things up. We've experienced these things for long enough. What a person chooses to live their life as, it's their choice. And they have a right to it. This is, after all, a democracy. That we cannot take away. But why is the very same person wanting to change how I view the world? If I believe that what you're doing is wrong, I have a right to believe that. I have no right to act on it, but I have a a right to believe that. I have a right to want my children to be raised in a certain type of way. For my values, because this is my personal value system. In as much as your flamboyancy is your right, me being who I am is my right also. I will not be called into question what a woman is. Because I know what a woman is. So much more a man. So these groups have a right to be what they are. And they should identify as these groups. But they mustn't morph what I believe into something else. It is as simple as that. Why are you not trying to distort factual information, things we've established years back? Why are we, are we suddenly believing that that is, that is all fine? 
who's convincing us of these things? I don't understand it. I, 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 I generally do not understand how we got here. And once again, we need to Google because we keep on getting distracted. Why is it? Why is it so encouraging for us to to be entertained? We want to be entertained more than we want to learn. It, it baffles me. It baffles me, eh? But it is what it is, and it's something we need to change. It is what it is now, but it shouldn't stay the same. I'm honestly. I want to move this, the very same way that my, my mother my mother fought to make sure that I, I get an opportunity at an equal opportunity. I get opportunities at equal opportunities. I want to fight for my kids for them to be given the opportunity based on who they are not what background they come from. For them to be given a right to be individual. I, 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 I have ambitions for them. And there's no fault in that. So the podcast will grow. And <laughs> this, this does not turn out. It never does. Eh? It never turns out the way that I, that I wanted to turn into. I don't intend, intend on it being this, this, this hard. But it is what it is. Okay, let me put it this way. What I don't want to see happening shouldn't happen. Very simple. I don't want to lose out and die without having spoken my piece. I don't want to die without sharing my two cents. Because for too long, anyone who was perceived as smart was sidelined. We made, <coughs> even the, the, the term clever, offensive. Would you imagine that? The word clever has become offensive. People do not want to be smart. Because they are set aside. And they made fun of. Because some way down the line, we made it cool to be stupid. We made it, we made it cool to be average. There's no space for outliers. And that's the part I don't get. I'm not calling myself smart. I'm talking about generally where we have become as a country. How did we morph into this as the black nation? How, how, how did white become better? Who deceived us? Which potion was used on us? Because it definitely works, doesn't it? And this potion is so, so powerful that it hides us from certain things. This thing is so powerful that we do not see 
when we're being misled and lied to. Sometimes it feels like ANC is just about our end. Because we have such an abusive relationship with it. Look at where we are. Look at how we got to where we are. You know, it's that, that partner who abuses you and then comes back to apologize and tells you you're beautiful and that everything really changed, they're going to be better. And then you're because it's ANC. And give them another chance and they do the very same thing. And they do it time and time and time and time again. And you start seeing them. Not for what they are now, but for what they used to be. Oh, they liberated us. They gave us freedom. Oh, they fought for us, the leaders. They died for what they believed in. The movement was necessary. Isn't, isn't that the very same thing as the lady who finally gets killed by their partner says? Isn't that part of the last voice that they give? To say, no... He was such a good man. And we're going to end up saying the very same thing about <laughs> about the ANC if you're not careful. Because there used to be such a good party. There used to be such a representative party. And they used to be. It's not who they are now. And they don't even identify as it. They know. And they are comfortable. The service that they give or fail to, they know. They are aware. So the love potion that has been struck on us, it's super powerful. And we need to break it. Maybe that's why they, they want to shy us away from prayer. They don't want us unlocked to see the truth. To have the boldness that is required in order for us to fix the situation so we can walk away from this toxic relationship that we have with the ruling party. Baby, I can change. That, that, that should be their next manifesto. Baby, I can change. <laughs> and on the poster, we'll have Cyril pouting there. <laughs> Baby, I can change. Because that's how it feels like. And surely this isn't how life should be, but that is how life is, sadly. And it's been like that for a very long time. So I want to urge you to stand for what you know is right. Guys, at first they will laugh. But if we are consistent, they will learn to appreciate. And then they will start admiring. And then they will want to come and ask how you did it. So I will not give up on this dream. Its progress might not be in a year's time. It not might be in two years' time. But the fact that it exists says something. There are ears who are made to, to, to listen to this message. And when this message comes to them, it's going to mean so much. Because it's just going to make sense. And I'm not looking for a confirmation bias. I want people who are generally looking out for the truth to say, wait, verily, 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 what this man is saying is true. Because we just need to decide and stand up for what is right. Once again, 
Viva tu Tantalax, you have started a movement which is necessary. A revolution is necessary, it needs to be kick-started. And you will be chastised, you will be arrested, but you are not alone, you have ignited something within us. And we thank you, Ntlantla. We thank you for your sacrifices. We see you riding around, being shot at, people are trying to murder you, people do not want you alive because of what it is that you're standing for. And if you are an example that if you are standing for what's right, there will be forces that are going to be coming against you. And you have made that decision. If you are taken out, others will rise. I will sign myself up also. Because something has got to give. Guys, the podcast episode number 15. You? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a heavy one. But it needed to be, to be said, guys. We can't keep on having light-hearted conversations. Even see, we see that things are going down the crapper. We can't. Yo, we see our future going down a pit toilet. And we need to be politically correct. Really? No, I refuse. I definitely refuse to be that. So guys, I thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I wish you guys to have a have a good day. Thank you, thank you, thank you for for spending time. A couple of shout outs <laughs> to every single person who's downloaded the episode so far. Thank you for my brother. I uh, appreciate you, man. Thank you, thank you so much, man. You're one of the first people, Vic, um, to tune in. So I really appreciate you, uh, Mamorena. Thank you as well. Uh, thank you to me. And there's others who, who I have not, have not, um, <laughs> who I do not know, but I see that every week there's growth and new people tuning in. So thank you so much. Um, comment us. Um, let me know which platform you are you are connecting. We are now available on Spotify. We are available on um, actually. Every single major uh, podcast site, just search for the Mass Event Podcast, you're going to find it. Just search for Primero Maleka, you're going to find me. Um, thank you so much for the support, guys. Let's make this thing grow. We are the Mass Event Podcast. This is going to change lives. And thank you so much. Let us, let us enjoy it. Let us do what needs to get done. Okay, thank you so much, guys. Ah, goodbye. Thank you.